Hey everybody and welcome to another edition of the Wex Appeal Podcast, Barbells, Beats, and Buffoonery. I am your host Wex. We are here for another edition. We are post all of the bonus footage coming from Wadapalooza. And my guest today is a agent with Lab Management and his name is Cooper Marsh. And we had a great time chatting about all the athletes that they represent, all the different things that and kind of his background and kind of where he's coming from and all the... Um, athletes and things he's looking forward to in this CrossFit season. And uh, we had a great conversation, great chat. We talked about um, everything from the new deal that Danielle Brandon signed with uh, Rad, the new shoe that's coming out and making a big splash in the CrossFit community, especially at Wadapalooza. Uh, we talked about his background. We talked about all the athletes. Uh, we just had a great time. We, we sat down, we chatted, we had fun. So I hope that you enjoy this episode with Cooper Marsh. Check it out, and uh, I hope you enjoy. Well, Cooper, thanks for uh, joining me today. We're here at the Wexpeel Podcast, and uh, happy to have you on the show. Uh, I reached out to you, you know, after after Wadapalooza, and uh, you have, uh, you know, a whole stable of athletes. So, man, tell everybody about you. Tell them, uh, you know, your athlete manager. Tell them who you manage and who you work for and kind of how you got into this whole thing. Yeah, no. So um, my name is Cooper Marsh. I'm currently residing in Scottsdale, Arizona. I was brought into the space by my mentor and uh, partner in the agency, Jason St. Clair, who's sitting on the other side of this wall. <laughs> um, and we work with, you know, a whole multitude of athletes and spaces. So different sports uh, and, and, you know, different backgrounds. So, you know, we've partnered with traditional agencies, um, you know, such, an, such as a golf space. We work with Scott Stallings um, and his agent, James, uh, to, you know, help do marketing deals there. Uh, we work with Josh Hader and, you know, partnered up with um, his agency to help do, you know, off off uh, field deals for him. So that's baseball. Uh, you know, we have Olympic athletes and then we have, you know, CrossFit Games athletes who are, you know, some some of the best and biggest names in the sport, such as, you know, Josh Bridges, uh, Amanda Barnhart, Daniel Brandon, Bethany Shadburn, um, et cetera. Some of the young guns, Dallin Pepper, Annika Greer, Alexis Raptis, Jake McCrony keeps going. So yeah, it's, it's yeah. A, that's, a, that's quite a list. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's a good, it's a good roster, you know, super, super lucky to be, uh, you know, working with them and yeah, I love what I do. Yeah. And they had a pretty good showing over at, uh, over at Wadapalooza. And I know you were there. I was there. We didn't actually get to meet up while we were there, but, um, I mean, it was just pandemonium, like people everywhere. Um, it was, it was a busy time and yeah, they, they really did awesome. Um, you know, one of our, one of our other like younger athletes, uh, who, who was very impressive, I think was, uh, Fee Sagothi. Yeah. Um, you know, Fee is not the biggest gal. She's, she's quite little. Um, but she has been working, working her tail off, uh, on power and strength work and it really, really paid off. And that was pretty incredible to see. Um, but even off the competition floor, it was a busy time for us with, uh, activations, announcements, uh, things like that with some of our athletes. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's like funny. I'm, I'm literally like, yeah, we work with these people. And I'm like, Emma Carey as well. Another young stud that we have yep. that we're super blessed to have. And, uh, you know, she was there doing activation. So, I mean, Emma, sorry for not saying your name. <laughs> <laughs> and she is a, she's actually a friend of the show. She's been on the show, uh, before I, I actually met her. Um, I've, I think I've told the story on the podcast before, but I met her at the 2018 CrossFit games before she competed. So she competed in 19 and one, 
Okay. Um, and she was there in the um, in just the um, the spectator workout area. She was probably and, just taking notes. Well, she was. She absolutely was. We got talking to her and her parents, who but her parents are amazing. And um, you know, really s- sitting there talking to her at the on the lifting platforms, and you know, she was I think 13, 14 at the time, and she's you know looking perfect with her lifts talking to her parents and talking to her and she's like, yeah, I'm coming back next year and I'm going to win the, uh, the teen competition. I'm like, yeah, I mean, she doesn't, okay. she doesn't like around with, uh, with her optimism. She means it, you know, it's not, it's not like half hearted when she says these things. So no, no not uh, at all. She's a little warrior. She is. So, you know, it was awesome to see her come back the next year, do exactly what she said and yeah. uh, then get to talk to her and, you know, fast forward to 2021 and now she's a household name. Everybody knows who she is and, and what she's all about. And just absolutely incredible. I, I had her on just before the games this year, uh, before she did, before she had actually qualified. So she was about to go into the semifinals and, and just talking to her, we did like an IG live, um, thing. And she's like, no, I'm going all in. She's like, I'm not even doing the age group qualifier. It's, yeah. it's, it's the games or bust. That's it. Yeah. No, <laughs> so. I loved it. I was like, yeah burn the ships right yes. that's the reality so absolutely uh, and, and that's how she how she lives her life i and i didn't get to see, it, it it was funny because i was chatting with her um but i didn't actually get to see her at wadapalooza with everything that was going on and running around and craziness but yeah. um did run into danielle brandon okay. and uh over at the rad booth so tell me about that whole thing that's uh that's kind of burst onto the scene at wadapalooza yeah so um you know, obviously Danielle had a hell of a, you know, CrossFit games with everything that, that took place there with her, you know, Bethany and Carrie, yep. um, you know, having to withdraw due to COVID and, and then Danielle kind of just being, you know, kind of corralled off. It was, it was a tough, it was a tough week for her. Honestly, it's, it's weird to say, cause it was like, it was a little bit of like a blessing in disguise. You know, it really stinks that Bethany and Carrie weren't able to compete, especially with Carrie being her last year individually. And, and Bethany, I, I genuinely think would have ended up on the podium Yeah. Um, with how good she was and, and how mentally, you know, every, everything was just clicking, like everything um, in the workouts looked awesome for her. So, you know, to say that it's a blessing in disguise kind of stinks, but I mean, in reality, it really put a spotlight on Danielle and how she handled the whole situation, which I think she did an amazing job at. Mm-hmm. And I think it helped her, um, you know, mentally just believe in herself a little bit more and become a little bit tougher. Um, so her brand exploded, which I felt like we always kind of knew Jason and I saw her, you know, at the 2019 games when she took 11th, although it was really 10th because yeah, one of the top 10 popped. Stinks because her, her brand would have exploded then. Um, Absolutely, but we yeah. saw her walk by us and we were like, literally like, who's this thoroughbred? Um, <laughs> like we gotta, we gotta link up with this, with this gal. She looks like a, you know, like she's going to be dangerous on the floor and, and she is. Um, and so just, just her entire aura, you know, Danielle is rad. Like she's, you know, I don't say that as like a branding thing. Like she's yeah. just verbiage, right? Like that's, it's, it's just who she is. She's this badass, uh, unforgiving and just like herself. And you know, I think when we were coming into this off season and, you know, some of her other contracts were, you know, coming up, um, you know, it, it kind of happened pretty rapidly because, you know, we can't do anything due to, you know, other contracts in place. Sure. But as soon as she was free of that, um, you know, it was something where she had a few suitors and, you know, Rad just, it just like, 
you couldn't find a better fit. I mean, Benjamin over there is this incredible, you know, creative and, and visionary. And uh, yeah, man, like the ability to get in and jump into trenches with him early uh, and try to build something long lasting and super meaningful was just like an opportunity that you couldn't pass up. It's worth the risk. So, you know, she departed from a, a well-established brand to go and, uh, you know, take her chances with rad and, and do the damn thing. And, you know, she's stoked. We're stoked for her. And, you know, we're really stoked to see that um, there's a lot of success already happening there. And, yeah. and, and, and Benji and his team deserve it. They're awesome. I mean, they lined that up. Perfect. I mean, with, with coming in in Wadapalooza and the way they lined it up and having Danielle be announced at Wadapalooza. I mean, it was just, it, it seemed like they just hit it out of the ballpark. Yeah. And I mean, to be fair, and like if we're being totally transparent, that was a little bit uh, off the cuff. I mean, you know, we talked about it because, you know, Benjamin, he, he very, he very much has a vision for this entire thing. And he's not just creating another fitness brand. Like this is a, it's a lifestyle brand. It's a fitness brand. It's like yeah. serpent sweet. Like it's a, you know, it's kind of like a, this like raw, uh, you know, like the heart of the heart of who people are um, in that, like, desire to kind of like get out there and, mm. and, and do something uh do something kind of scary it's like that's kind of how this brand is um to me at least and you know he he is very intentional with everything and so he doesn't he didn't want to just say hey you know we signed daniel brandon and that's that he's like we only get one crack at announcing this and you know we're in the middle of a photo shoot over at winwood like at 7 a.m because we're catching golden hour yeah you know the photos are coming out awesome benji's like running around like we had justin there shooting um uh and you know benji's like crouching down looking at the shots like setting up danielle like we're like stopping traffic because we're in the middle of the street like we're doing all this cool stuff and you know he's just so stoked on it and it was like so exciting to see and then we're sitting there eating breakfast after and i'm like should we announce this here like i mean like we have, you know, the human capital right now, like people are walking, you know, foot traffic, you have a booth, people are excited, you're creating a buzz, like, are we overthinking this? Or should we just do it right, right, right now? Um, and he was like, man, I don't know, I kind of like it. I think maybe we should, but maybe we shouldn't. Um, and we like couldn't decide. And so then we were like, all right, let's just turn to the table and just like take a vote. And yeah. so, you know, we had a few other guys from lab there, and then Justin, and we were like, should we just do this here? Like, we've got the content, Justin can turn it, you know, we can do a meet and greet to launch it. Like let's, you know, let's keep it short and sweet and, you know, very much Danielle with the caption and then let's do it. And yeah. so we did. I mean, I think it, I think it actually went over really well and it, it added a, it, it validated the brand right off the bat. Um, Absolutely. And, and that was something, so me being there and seeing it happen, you know, seeing you guys roll that out and announce and the way that you guys rolled it out, like you said, just kind of off the cuff, it's like, hey, she's here. She's going to do a meet and greet. And by the way, she's our first athlete. It was just a really cool way for people who may have just walked by the booth because they're brand loyal to, you know, Noble or Nike or Reebok, any of those, to, oh, well, I'm also loyal to following Danielle Brandon. What's going on here? I want to go meet her. Well, why is she here? Oh, what's this shoe about? 100%. It was, it was cool. And I mean, it's funny when, when, Benjamin sent me the pitch deck. It was, I asked him like, what other athletes are you interested in? And he's like, I'll send you a list. And I was like, all right. And he sent me a list and it was just Daniel Brandon, Daniel Brandon, Daniel Brandon, Daniel nice. Brandon, just like 20 times different photos. And he's like, it's either her or no one. Yeah. Um, and I was like, yeesh, it's kind of hard to, 
to beat that. Yeah. You know? And and I, I mean, at the time when he pitched it, I was mean, she... I have the shoes on right now. Like, yeah. I love these things. <laughs> My wife was gonna murder me if I bought another pair of shoes. Um, <laughs> everything, everything that we bought down there and all that, she was she was about to kill me. But um, when uh, I, I was gonna say something, I can't I can't remember what I was what I was saying. Um, oh, as far as having her as a as an an athlete for for rad was she when he had that in mind was she already you know kind of closing up those those other contracts and uh, able no, to move no or? no no we i mean we always kind of like advise you gotta you know after after kind of like following this the the you know correct process um so that you're honoring the contracts that you're you know in then mm-hmm. um when it kind of opens up to everybody like our our we all our advice is always like you know we need to sit down and talk with everyone and there were, you know, other brands that are tremendous brands and incredible people that, um, you know, reached out and kind of pitched to her uh, and really wanted to work with her. And they're mm-hmm. they're doing awesome stuff in the space too. But, um, you know, it's just it just was once she spoke with Benji and you know he did his thing. It was like there was there really wasn't something else that just aligned with who she is. So yeah, yeah, it was it was awesome. And then, yeah. and then to look at it and be like, well, I'm the only one you want. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, like, well, that, like, that feels kind of good. <laughs> people say that. Right. And then it's, they don't mean it. Like he meant it. He was yeah. like, if it's not her, we're, we're going anyways. So, yeah. Um, and so I was like, Oh, okay. So yeah. The, the British man, they don't pull any punches. They're no, they, they do not. So tell me, you know, a little bit kind of how you got in the space. You're, you know, we're talking, of course, about your athletes and the thing, you know, the people that you represent. But, you know, I always like to know the people behind the people. <laughs> so, you know, where, where's the, you know, how did you get into, you know, sports agency, I guess we would call it. And um, kind of the whole marketing side of it and, and representing athletes. And was this something you always wanted to do or, or is this kind of something you fell into? Yeah. So, I mean, it's definitely something where you know, you grew up as a kid, right? You're like, I want to be a pro athlete. And then you're like, you know what? I'm just not as genetically gifted as I'd like to be. Um, and you know, hard works there. And, you know, I went up to, you know, call, I played college soccer and I played lacrosse when I studied abroad and played all through high school and on travel teams, whatever. Um, but you know, the, the backup to that is like, all right, well, if I can't be in sports that way, how else can I be in sports? Like, yeah, I want to be a sports agent. And I've always, you know, loved kind of negotiating, being, you know, communicator and, you know, just like kind of serving people. Um, and so I always liked that, but then I didn't like the idea of law school. I mean, school to me was more of a means to an end. And I'm kind of a firm believer that like school can, can play a a great role for those that, uh, you know, need it and want to utilize it to get to where they need to go. But I don't think that it's, um, you know, I don't think it's for everyone. I think that there's a lot of, uh, other things out there that people can get involved with, right. With trades, et cetera. And so for me, it's like, you know, I got my honor roll and, and just, you know, graduated college, whatever, um, you know, did what I could to make sure my mom was happy and I, I was still able to play sports and, you know, not get grounded, but, uh, sure. you know, I, I, I did that and, you know, sports were always a huge part of my life and where I feel like I grew the most as a human being. And, um, so when I graduated college, I taught eighth grade math for two years oh. through teach for America. Um, I talk about education, but like I got my master's degree in education because it was a free degree and I might just, you know, I'm not going to turn down a free degree. Sure. Um, but I transitioned from that was super into CrossFit. Um, and you know, I started, I started working for a supplement company called X endurance and Jason is one of the owners of that. Um, 
And so, you know, I worked for him there for a few years and I just watched him. Right. And Jay, Jay is a certified baseball agent because uh, he okay. was a pro ball player. Um, but, you know, he still represents athletes, you know, ball players in the MLB now. Um, and I watched him kind of do his thing and navigate how he carried himself as a person. Uh, and he's just got this like suave, just like coolness about him. Like the dude's the man, like I love the guy. Um, and I just really looked up to Jason and just kind of how he, how he operated and lived his life, how he put his family first, but how he still had so much passion for what it is he did and, and how he carried himself in, in, you know, this communicative role as an agent and, um, the success he had there. And so I very much kind of like latched onto that and pulled him to the side and was like, look, man, I want to do what you're doing. Like, you know, appreciate your supplement company and, and what it is that you guys are doing there. Cause it's an incredible brand. Yeah. Um, but like, it's just not what I want to do. Like what I want to do is, you know, your agency hat, like when you put that on. Um, and so he was like, all right, he took me under his. Oh, hold on. He... Time started to work with some of the different athletes that came through. Um, and then I left the supplement company and transitioned full time into running the uh, management group for okay. Jason. Awesome. So, um, so yeah. And so I've been at that for three years and, you know, became part owner in that. And, um, <clears throat> yeah, so, you know, he's still my mentor and I still bounce ideas off him all the time and pick his brain and occasionally get my hand slapped when I'm, you know, feel like I'm mess if I mess something up. So, yeah. I mean, yeah, it's a, it's, it's always just been kind of, I got into it due to him and, you know, wanting to, do this so advocating for myself which i think is a huge thing right you gotta yeah. you gotta say what you want you gotta go get it so um yeah that's how i got here well that's i mean and that's a, a, a lot how i started the podcast i'm like you know what i you know i i have of course i have a day job you know i go you know and i i sell glasses all over central florida you know that's that's my my, my day job but I'm passionate about CrossFit. I'm a L1 coach. Um, you know, I, I love being involved in, you know, volunteering at events and things like that, but I really love being kind of in it with the athletes and, you know, and, and really anybody, I, I like talking to, you know, pretty much, pretty much everybody. So I started this podcast just during the quarantine of like, Hey, let's see who would come on, who we would talk, you know, who, who we could talk to and, and been really blessed as far as the people that have come on. And it's, you know, it's pretty cool. It's, you know, some of the people that you've mentioned, of course, you know, Emma Carey, uh, Carrie Pierce was actually just on a few, uh, a few weeks ago and uh, she is amazing. She, she's awesome. I, I got to run into we worked with Carrie for a while. I worked yeah. with Carrie for the last few years before she retired. Um, and she's, you know, all in on power apps. So, you know, it's, we, as from a professional standpoint have, uh, stopped working together but in terms of like a friendship like I, I love Carrie I saw her like I helped her and her boyfriend um move like two <laughs> weeks ago in, like Arizona like she's dude she is hands down salt of the earth like one of the most incredible people yeah um yeah. well I ran into I ran into her at, at Wadapalooza and like we just kind of bumped into each other going through Vendor Village and I'm like you know we both like locked eyes and we knew exactly who we were even though we'd only met you know this way and yeah. ran up, gave her, you know, she gave me a hug and was like, Hey, how's it going? What's, you know, what's going on? Um, you know, how are you liking Wadapalooza? And, um, she actually has helped my daughter with some things as well. Just, Hey, do gymnastics, do this sort of stuff. And she's like, is she here with you? I'm like, no, she's not, you know, not here in Miami, but you know, I, she's like, well, let's record it like a quick little video, like just like a little five second video and send it to her. 
So yeah. just like little things like that that she that she does. She's just just incredible. Oh yeah, yeah. I, I, it makes me very happy to hear. Yeah, and um, it, so it's funny, kind of the way that we connected is I con I commented on a post from Rad, I believe, and tagged somebody else, the Brush by Chan, who does the custom shoes. Yep talking about doing a you know i was like oh you know rad needs to get a custom pair done for danielle and you know and you had meant you know kind of messaged you know chandler as well so yep. i was like oh let me you know let me jump in here and, <laughs> and message like, yeah. and get him on the show and and talk to him about you know the athletes and stuff so did, did you get to go and look at any of those uh designs well yeah i mean first she did the crocs uh shoes for oh Bethany. yeah yeah which people love that yeah um, and and she she does amazing work she did my shoes and she also did um um tommy marquez the talking elite fitness shoes okay heck yeah yeah so um yeah her and i connected and uh i just i honestly i just need to put her in touch with with uh benji at rad so that uh you know she can she can make something fun up either that or um you know maybe we take a pair of like high tops uh like a blank pair of high tops and, and do like a do like a rad print on that or something fun because oh, yeah. you know obviously benji only launched with one pair of shoes to start um but you know he's gonna quickly follow that up with apparel that's going to be awesome um and you know i've i mean shoot i've seen prototypes of other things that are coming down the line it's like so sick yeah. uh so there's there's a whole lot that's that he has teed up and um in the pipeline but for the meantime it's like we might as well have some fun and and uh you know kind of kind of use the blank canvas that we have for for everything that that danielle is uh you know can wear right now um to do some cool stuff so i definitely gotta link back up with her and, and get brushed by chan get her working yeah it, it, and it, it it's been awesome to work with her and kind of like you know do some promo stuff for wadapalooza and kind of you know uh chat about the different shoes because i mean she's done stuff for uh medeiros uh she did justin's pair that he wore after the games and uh, a couple pairs for castro as well that Love were, uh, that were pretty sick but um so what are some things, you know, kind of going into this new season, obviously a new era um, for CrossFit, you know, what are kind of some of the things that you are excited about or kind of, even if not excited about just kind of watching to kind of see how things are going to turn out? Yeah, for sure. So, I mean, at Wadapalooza, Jason and myself had a, uh, a really good conversation with Justin Berg, mm -hmm. um, you know, the new GM of CrossFit games. And, uh, you know, he, he had kind of, touched on three things but said all the right things um but just you know really really invested in making sure that the athletes have a fair and fun and you know well-programmed well-run competition um you know that they have a voice in that uh you know making sure that the you know the brands uh have a great great space to come into and you know participate in um, and then also, you know, making sure that the community around it and, and the affiliates are, are taken care of and uh, excited about the the sport in general, right? And obviously, there's a whole other side of it with the health and wellness. And, you know, there's a huge focus there, too. And, and, you know, there always needs to be a focus on that. But just speaking to the sport specifically, like, you know, it seems like, uh, you know, they, they're, they're gung-ho on making sure that this season goes off without a hitch, right? It is going to be the season that was promised to the athletes and that has been set in stone. And then, you know, they're going to utilize the, um, the feedback from that and, 
and make any tweaks that are necessary. And so I'm just really excited to see, uh, you know, Justin, um, you know, do his thing and, you, you know, you got to give the dude a chance and, and see how him and his team do. And I mean, obviously it's a bummer, uh, you know, losing Dave in that sense, cause he's such a visionary and, you know, just like he, he created the sport literally yeah. like it's, you know, um, but at the end of the day, like I've got, you know, these athletes that, um, that love to compete and, you know, that make a, make a living off this. And, um, you know, I'm just hoping that everything goes, goes well. And, 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 you know, we can continue to grow this thing because I mean, I feel like CrossFit's only scratching the surface and, um, just with, with the right tweaks and the right changes, like, you know, we could blow the, blow the roof off this thing and, and, and make it way bigger and, and touch way more lives. Cause personally, I think, uh, you know, CrossFit changed my life in terms of fitness and health. Um, but like, I, I mean, me personally, like I know, I knew what the CrossFit games were and I was watching those competitions before I ever walked into a gym. Right. Yeah. And so then I walked into the gym because of that. And so I don't think it has to be an either, or I think it's no matter what, however you get somebody into the CrossFit gym so that they start to get healthier is all that matters. Right. Yeah. Um, and even beyond that, it's like, you don't even have to do CrossFit, like just whatever gets you moving and gets you healthy is what matters. Um, I just personally like CrossFit and I think most people would like it too. just, and, you know, obviously scale it down to whatever works for you. So that's the biggest thing is like, I hope that this season, I'm just like most excited for, you know, them to kind of blank slate, hammer down, see what happens, see if you can't help, you know, kind of grow the community. And the more people you bring into the CrossFit space, the better it is for the ecosystem altogether. So, um, you know, high tides rise all ships. That's what I'm looking forward to. Absolutely. Fantastic. Um, so, you know, kind of going with, uh, you know, with your athletes that are coming up, um, you have some young guns, you know, yep. obviously we already talked about Emma who, I mean, the ceiling is just crazy high for her, but on the guy's side, you have Dallin Pepper, who I was really impressed with at Wadapalooza. Um, yeah, I mean that finish on the, on the last, I think it was the last event, yep. um, him and I, I can't remember who all it was. Cause I was, I was stuffed down in the corner and I just saw all three of them go for the buzzer at the same time. Yeah. It was him, Phil Toon and, uh, Alexander Caron. Yeah. Uh, it just, but just incredible. Um, and I know it's kind of hard to talk about these young guys and not realize that they've been in the space for, you know, five, six years already. Whereas, yeah. you know, the original people that came up in CrossFit came up with the sport. Um, yeah. you know, so how exciting is it to see kind of the young guns and what are you, what are you really looking forward to with them? Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> dude, he's, he, he's, he's, beyond an athlete like he's an incredible human being um his family is awesome man like they roll in this deep pack and they're just like <laughs> anything he needs they're gonna do it and help him compete like his his wife uh corinne is a stud too like you know she she helps just like kind of keep him focused and on track you know because it's like the, the kid's still uh you know he just turned like 20 years old so he's yeah. young um <laughs> And even though I say like she helps keep him on track, like I have I have not met somebody who is like more like involved in the process day to day and like at a, com a competition than than Dallin. Like he competes like he's forty seven. He's like the most mature dude ever. Yeah. Um, and so it's just like so exciting to see. It's more so like it's like to see the exponential, uh, you know, knowledge gains that he gets every time he touches the competition floor as an adult um obviously as a teen he like he had his way with the teen division like he just yeah. hammered on people and you know he his big thing is that he could see the floor and 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 
you know, feel the pace of the workout and everything like that um, when he was competing as a team. Then when he came into West Coast Classic, right, like, I don't think anybody put him in a top five position to, like, to qualify. And I mean, literally, had he just, like, known how to move the the D-ball, the right? Because he had never touched a D-ball. Sure. Sandbag. Like, had he known how to do that, he would have been at the this year i mean he missed yeah. it by you know a couple seconds literally on one workout like he uh which is that was a workout he wanted to win yeah um and he botched it and came in like 10 or 12 or something so you know he's clearly already a stud um but he said that when he was on the floor for that he couldn't he like he's like i couldn't see the floor and like watch what was happening everything was happening so fast yeah uh, he was like along for the Palooza, he felt like he was able to actually read the floor and like you know, kind of like read the room and, and know what was happening and know the pace and see or look around and like race, you know, Gotcha. Um, which is a, which is dangerous for the rest of the field that he's like starting to see that at 20 years old. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so yeah, it's just, it's just seeing those things, man. Like, I mean, he was only seven points from third place. Truthfully, I think Dallin would have been uh, battling with Belner for the top spot, you know, or, or at least second place had he had not sprained his ankle in the, uh, uh. In, in the fourth workout. And I mean, it, it was nasty. Oh, okay. Yeah, I did see that. Like, I so he posted about it after. Um, yeah, video was disgusting. Yeah, the video was was horrible. I how he didn't have a Conor McGregor moment. I have, <laughs> I have Dude. no idea. Like when I when I watched the video and I saw him come off the box, like my stomach actually turned. Yeah, I felt like it. That should have been like a compound fracture. Like I wouldn't have been surprised if we didn't see some bone because yeah. like you have one hundred twenty four pounds you know, and then a 200 pound dude yep. coming off at 24 and like box. Like that's not just like a small step in his, oh man, it's so bad. Yeah. <laughs> and, so. I'm, and I'm sure, I'm sure as his agent, I mean, obviously you're his friend as well, but also as an agent, you're like, no. <laughs> I, I mean, dude, honestly, I didn't even see it because it's tough to kind of see. Um, and I was just watching, I was watching it and then I was like, Hmm he's taking a pretty long break. Like he must be wounded. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't, I didn't see him fall. And then he kept doing the work. You know, he still had, he still had like two more step overs, the rope climbs, the burpees and the deadlifts. And I mean, he still finished like 12th in the workout, but I timed it out. It was like, he lost like 25 seconds on that. And it was like, that was literally like his, his podium spot right there. Yeah. Um, granted he then had to run on that ankle and compete on it the rest of the weekend, but I didn't even know. And then like his best friend, James Sprague, like runs over in like a panic and is like, Cooper, Dallin needs you. It's his ankle. And I'm like, <laughs> what? Like, I just watched the kid finish. He looks fine. Like, yeah. what do we do? I'm like, all right, let's go. I, I tried to go out onto the floor and medical's like, you can't go out there. And I was like, yeah, I didn't really feel like I could either. I don't know, man. Like, I'm like, you got him? They're like, yeah, we got him. I was like, all right, I'll meet him around that. So yeah. I went and found him at medical and he was all pissed. But um, yeah, he, and then thankfully, man, like we, we bring a, a PT around our, um, like one of my good buddies, Dr. Ryan Lunny, he's like hands down, like he's like the best PT in the space. I, I yeah. like bar none. He's unbelievable. Um, like every athlete that he ever treats is like, you are the best dude I've ever worked with. Um, and so we are so lucky to have him down at Wadapalooza because, you know, Dallin rolled his ankle and Annika Greer also rolled her ankle on that back. Oh, but no. Annika was, wasn't as bad, but still kind of gnarly. Yeah. Dallin was bad. Um, and, you know, Ryan put him like whipped him back into shape, brought him back to life. And then, I mean, dude, fifth place on a, on a sprained ankle for more than half the events. That's yeah. insane. Well, and, and kind of, you mentioned Annika as well. Um, I, I, I honestly think that the, 
landscape of the games is going to look a lot different this year. Um, I think I think we're going to see a lot of big names that we're used to seeing missing and seeing a lot of new faces kind of up and coming like, you know, like Annika, like Dallin, which, like I said, he's been on the scene, but really actually been at the games. Um, you're going to see Emma. You're going to see Mal. You're going to see these these young faces kind of taking the place and taking the spots of these seasoned veterans that we've seen, you know, for years. Yeah, I think there's a big changing of the guard going on right now. Um, I mean, Annika, she's just foaming at the mouth for her chance, man. Like she, I mean, she she missed the games as a team by like a spot. Then the next year, she actually gets that spot and like earns it handily, right? But then COVID takes away the games. Yeah. Then she does semifinals and she misses going to the games you know she got sixth place in the semifinals she missed it by like a second and a half or something like that it was like something brutal yeah um and so finally like she gets onto the elite floor for the first time at wadapalooza and she took 12th right and she had some home runs and she had some big yeah. running up uh you know opportunities but literally she learned like two years worth of competing in two days and then like two more years on top of that so she's going to be a stud uh you talk about mal o'brien like chick is already a stud yeah um <laughs> And she's moving to Vermont to train with, uh, you know, Matt and, and Jake, who's one of my best friends, who's also a stud. Yeah. Um, and he's one of he's one of Matt's um, coaches with HWPO, correct? Yeah, yeah. So him and Matt, like, do all the programming together. Like, I mean, I've listened to them, like, you know, riff while they're programming. It's pretty incredible to hear. Um, but, yeah, dude, like, yeah, Jake's a stud. Like, that's, that's my boy. Like, that's like my yeah. brother. Um, and so, like, he – could also be really good. Um, he are, he is really good. He's just he's just kind of learning how to compete at this top end level, right? Like yeah. local competition, he'll destroy everybody. But the elite comp, it's all about. It's like part of it's like how fit you are, but how little mistakes you make, right? And yep. uh, so that's the thing. Jake's like he'll he'll knock a workout out, and then he'll make some mistakes on another one. So it's like he's just learning and um, and just growing, man. And he's just he's going to, he's going to be a stud too. So just watch out. Yeah. And that, and that was the definition of Justin's run last year. Just don't make mistakes. Yeah. Just be in the middle. Don't make mistakes. And you'll be at the end, you know, when you get to the end, you'll be there. Exactly. I mean, that's what, that's what Pat was saying. I was like, man, I'd go out and smash a workout and Justin would just be behind me. Yeah. And it's like, and so it's like that, that, that first workout that didn't go well for Pat, um, who's, you know, arguably, the fittest dude too yeah um or or can be it's just like it's tough you can't make up that ground if justin's going to beat you by a spot or be one spot or two spots behind you the entire weekend because you know after that first event the two of them were flawless yeah uh you know so you, you can't make the mistakes like that should be like one of the one of the like you know 10 general skills should be like cognitive ability or so yeah. you know like, <laughs> it's like 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 don't make mistakes yeah and then things yeah rule rule one don't mess up <laughs> exactly just get, get no. it get it right off the right off the bat yeah. um well cooper t tell everybody kind of what is on the horizon for for you you know as far as with the season coming up and kind of you know where can we where are we going to see i mean i was going to say where are we going to see the athletes next but obviously we're going into the open we're going into the you know semifinals and and all that um yeah. what are what are you hoping to see going into this season kind of fresh and new? Oh, I mean, I'd like to see everybody kind of get rid of their aches and pains. Um, you know, open is 
Open's just kind of fun. keep hammering on weaknesses and whatever. It doesn't really have any bearing anymore. Um, yeah. So I, I hope that like, I'm hoping to see my athletes, you know, take the time to spend it with their community and, um, you know, really lift up those that are just getting involved or just participating because they want to challenge themselves. Um, but then moving into quarterfinals, like, you know, starting to kind of downshift and, and starting to grind. Um, and, you know, when it comes semifinals time, I'm, you know, we're looking to have a lot of, a lot of lab athletes qualify to the games and, you know, I'll be there supporting them in the trenches, um, you know, no matter what happens, but yeah, that's what we're most stoked on in terms of lab itself. Uh, you know, we're looking to make big deals happen and make these athletes be able to afford to, you know, train and compete full time and, um, you know, make a good healthy living while doing it. So we'll, we'll keep doing what we're doing for, for the semis are do, uh, do Bethany and Danielle have sites on West coast? Or, well, no, it's not West coast this year. I was going to say West coast classic again, but there's two, two that have yet to be named. I believe I think I, it's three, isn't it? We have, or did the Mac, did the Mac get named? Yeah. Mac and Atlas. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So then so, the other two, I'm not, we're not sure. Um, I mean, honestly, they would probably want to do a West coast one again. It's super easy. And yeah. I know that they like, you know, as training partners might not necessarily like to compete each other against each other that much. I mean, I kind of love it because at the end of the day, it's like they know each other so well that, you know, Bethany can be like, yo, Danielle, suck it up. Let's do this, you yeah. know, and, and, and vice versa. Cause you know, as athletes, everybody gets in their, their own heads. So it's kind of nice that he knows what's going on and is like, Hey, you need to send it right now, you know, like, let's yeah. go. So I like it when they're, when they're with each other. But all and and also when it's not you know one spot on the line, <laughs> you know 100%. if there's five spots, you know okay we'll take one and two, you know we we'll just yeah. you know throw you know throw it up there and see what happens, um, yeah you know we're down to that last one then it gets a little, you know you don't want to beat your friend to get your to get your spot but yeah I mean that that's that's a that's definitely a position I I don't I don't like you yeah. know that's tough man but that's sport it's just you know, all these people hold like a place in my heart. So like when they don't make it, it's so, so brutal. Well, <laughs> like, and, and that's, and that's the thing that I find, and I'm sure you see it in other sports as well, but I, with the community, the way that it is, every person I've talked to that's represented athletes is the same way. It's like, no, these aren't just athletes. These are my best friends. Like these are, these are people I call, you know, all the time just because. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They're like, we just, every, I mean, I always say it like we don't work with assholes. Um, yeah. <laughs> and it's very true. And I, I just like genuinely love every athlete we have on the roster. They're, they're all just awesome. Um, and, you know, they're just as fun to work out with as they are to like share a beer with if it's, you know, it's off season. Um, yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's just like, I, I just never, ever want to see them not have success. And so, um, yeah, it's tough, man. It was, I mean, it was tough last year, right? West Coast Classic. And, you know, Alexis Raptus took sixth, Dallin Pepper took sixth, Monica yep. took sixth, uh, Fee took seventh. And that was because she was literally throwing up with a stomach bug yeah. every single day she was competing, which was, you know, absolutely brutal to watch because Fee is like the most incredible human being. Um, and so, yeah, I'm just looking for like, let's, let's have a clean run guys. Let's, let's not get sick. Let's go out there and, you know, allow your fitness to be able to shine Trust me, if you can, if it, if that happens, there'll be zero issues. You'll, you will see in Madison. Absolutely, and and I cannot wait for Madison, um, possibly the last year in Madison. Uh, you know, we'll see what what happens after yep. that. But um, you know, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I've been to Madison the past three 
times it's been there. So yep. uh, 18, 19, and 21. Um, okay. I was there, you know, as a volunteer, you know, so up in the, up in Madison club, um, doing tours with all the, with all the VIPs up there. It was, there you go. it's a great gig. It's, it's awesome. <laughs> kind of what I've, kind of what I told you about, you know, that's why I do what I do. Cause I get to get out there and, you know, just cut up with people. So. Right. That's what it's all about, man. End well, of the day, if you're having fun, then why are you doing it? Absolutely. Well, Cooper, thank you so much, man. Hey, tell everybody where they can find you online and, you know, kind of follow along with you and your athletes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at Cooper Marsh um, and, you know, follow the agency at Lab MGMT. Awesome. Well, Cooper, thank you so much. Absolutely. Thanks for having me, Stephen. What a great time chatting with Cooper Marsh from Lab Management. Um, just a great dude. Uh, had a lot of fun talking about the season and uh, look forward to seeing all the athletes that they represent and hopefully we'll be getting some of those on the podcast here soon. Talked about, uh, of course, our favorite friend from the show, uh, Chandler Reed with Brush by Cham. Uh, go check her out at Brush by Chan one on Instagram and uh, get your own pair of custom shoes. Maybe you could be the first person to get a pair of rad global customs uh, from Chandler. She could hook you up. You you might be pleasantly surprised. So go check them out. But um, we had a great time talking with Cooper, and uh, I, I love talking and kind of getting behind the scenes on, you know, athlete management, what they're doing, what all the athletes are doing, kind of, you know, kind of a peek behind the curtain of, of all the things that are going on in the CrossFit world. So... Fun things. We got some amazing guests coming up and lined up on the show. I cannot wait uh, for you to hear uh, some of the new episodes that are coming up. I actually had a conversation with uh, with a recent person who is a TikTok star, and um, he is hilarious. You guys are going to enjoy the the episode that is coming up next with Jacques the Whipper. Um, that is his his French name, but uh, he, we had an amazing time. Had some had a lot of fun. So check it out. Make sure that you subscribe, that you like. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on TikTok. Wex Appeal Podcast, also on Facebook. Um, and pretty much everywhere. We're going to try and get some videos out for you as well onto YouTube and uh, get some new content going on there. As always, have fun. Be safe. Look forward to talking to you again soon. Peace. Peace.